This is the Horse Radio Network. You've just landed in Horse Tip Daily, episode 493. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Scott Trees. Horse-loving would-be photographers everywhere want to take better pictures, but none of us really want to spend the time studying photography. That's why it's so awesome that Scott has agreed to come and help us through these short tips. Scott is known worldwide for his images of the horse. He has a unique perspective and a whole lot of talent. He has been practicing his craft for over 36 years and has more frequent flyer miles than just about anybody. Scott also does a variety of commercial shooting. Architecture, fashion, photojournalism are photographic services that he has provided to clients all over the world. His dramatic use of light and strong compositional eye and emotional portrayal have been hallmarks of his style. Scott's tip today is all about when the subject, your horse, has had enough already. But first, a word about today's sponsor, FeedXL. When you go to FeedXL.com, you can get all of the nutritional information you need to make sure your horse has a healthy, balanced diet. Just log on and tell FeedXL about your horse. Everything from age and activity level to nutrition-related diseases or conditions. Then, tell FeedXL about your horse's complete diet, and I mean complete. Entering Sweet Feed 12% Protein just won't cut it at FeedXL. You can enter the brand, formula, and quantity of exactly what your horse is eating, and then see the results. FeedXL does all the math, all the nutritional science, and gives you an accurate picture of what your horse is really eating, whether his nutritional needs are being met or exceeded. And as if that wasn't enough, FeedXL has forums where you can interact with other FeedXL members, fantastic mini articles about horse nutrition that are quick and fun to read, and a cost calculator where you can figure out just how much that nutrition is costing you. And who doesn't want to know that? Go to FeedXL.com today and discover for yourself why smart horse folks from all over use it to be absolutely sure they're feeding their horses exactly what they need in the most cost-effective way possible. And we've got a newsflash. FeedXL.com has been awarded Best Software Product Servicing the Agricultural Industry by the Australian Business Awards. Congratulations, FeedXL.com, and enjoy today's tip. And welcome back, Scott Trees, photographer extraordinaire, hanging out Hi, down there in How Texas. Yep, I sure am, t- hanging out in the heat and the dust and no water. Heat, the dust, and no water. Oh, my goodness. Um, looks like we're I could we're go back f- to Dubai and have that. I mean, I, I didn't have to come <laughs> back to here for that. <laughs> Maybe you should try someplace more oh, lush. I, I leave Dubai to come someplace cool, Texas. Yeah. Well, I, it is hotter there, though, isn't it? In the summers, absolutely, absolutely, yes. It's it's, it's very, a crazy, very, very crazy. We- it does Dubai make Phoenix, Arizona look comfortable weather wise? I think so. To tell you the truth, I've never really been there in the summer summer months. I mean, from my friends that do live there that say it, yes, it's apparently pretty brutal. Yeah, that's probably um, smart to not be there in the summer. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, and uh, speaking of getting the heck out of town, yes. I guess today we're going to talk a little bit about. When your horse has had enough, 
of getting his picture taken right, and when right. to recognize it and how to, and what to do with it. What to do with it, right. Um, one of the things that, that we all tend to forget um, when we, you know, drag these horses out to take photographs is, first of all, they don't really have a clue why we're doing this. Um, so, you know, they're, they're really creatures of habit. And those of you that, you know, walk into a barn at feeding time and hearing them nickering and rattling your their cans, you know very well they're very much creatures of habit. Oh, yeah. And one of the things and what made me think about this for you is because it is so hot out here in Texas and in other parts of the country. And, and you know, when is it when is it safe to shoot and when is it not safe to shoot? And, I mean, I always t- kind of have always gravitated to early morning and late afternoon light sessions, A, because I like the light, and B, because it's usually cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I have had sessions in Phoenix where we had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to shoot until 6 because by 8 it was too hot. Ugh. Um and so, but so the obvious heat issues are are obvious when a horse is sweating, breathing too hard. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's time to stop. But what about when the weather's right? What about when it's a nice fall day and it's a crisp fall day, and you know, you're out there? And one of the mistakes I see a lot of amateurs making is that they really push their hard, their horse far beyond its limit. And what I like to compare photographing horses to is um, competitive skaters. Uh, that they are fine, finely tuned athletes and they work out very well. But when they come off of that four minute, five minute show that they put on, that performance that they put on at the Olympics, they're out of breath and breathing hard. Mm-hmm. And horses are no different. And a lot of, especially horses that are non-show horses that people want to go out and turn loose and push and try and get them to do things, they're not in that good a shape. And so a horse has only got so long to give you. And, and like any athlete, when, when I turn a horse loose, you know, most of them when they first get turned loose are going to run around a little bit and, and you know, get the P&B out of their system and kind of get their boundaries and figure out what's going on. And like any athlete, they have to get blood to those muscles. They have to loosen up. They have to warm up. They have to get their heart rate up. Once that starts, you've got about five to eight minutes, depending upon the horse, to get your shots, if that. And what I watch, we talked about timing in, in your last session, and I think I mentioned that I really kind of watched the whole horse. And, and really, what I read and watch when I photograph a horse is their body language, because of the, it's going to tell you everything. It's going to tell you if they're afraid. It's going to tell you if they're comfortable. It's going to tell you if they're angry. It's going to tell you if they're playing. I watch their eyes and their ears, and, and uh, their eyes especially will tell you when they're starting to get tired. And there's just a spark that they lose. And then people that have worked with me will notice that I'm shooting and everybody thinks that everything's, we're doing fine, and I'll say we're done. And that's because I can look in that horse's eye and I can see that the spark is gone. I can see mm-hmm. that the, the excitement level is gone. They're just, they're just their eyes tired. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times people will bring a horse out, and especially if you've gone to these banks to bring the professional in and you want to, you know, you want to get the shot right and you want to get something, might be an off day for the horse. And once they've given you their that five to eight minutes of, of performance, they're not going to give you anything else. You can't get anything else more. Same holds through with the performance horse. I mean, when we're shooting a performance horse, we might make six, eight, ten passes, pushing them hard. You know, really, you know, really making them. And while it's a little bit different between than a show, there is a little bit different a, lag, a little bit difference in the lag times in shows. 
mm-hmm. mean, we're making them go back and forth. We're pushing them hard. We got people trying to get their ears up, and they might be making some noise to see if they'll pick their legs up higher and whatever it might be that we're trying to do. Um, and again, those horses have a limit. And obviously, part of the thing is watch their watch their body temperature. If they start sweating, they're getting hot. They're getting tired. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's really a matter of you know recognizing that when they're done, they're done. And another thing that I really been very careful about is is I get kind of cranky when I'm hungry, and so do horses. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So you're and saying so, arrive at the photo shoot with uh, with donuts, coffee, and well, horse with, treats? Yeah, well, that, well, yeah, for the photographer for sure. But also make certain one of the things that I will always ask people when I shoot is what time do your horses eat? Well, sure. And because yeah. um, I'm not going to interrupt their eating schedule. Um, and because it, it, you'll find that, you know, if they they get cranky too, if you pull them out and they're hungry, let them eat. I mean, it's, Absolutely, you know, yeah. there's very few sessions that can't wait the five to 10 minutes it might take them to eat some grain or munch a little bit of hay to let them have their gut comfortable as opposed to, you know, again, as I said, alluded to earlier, we bring them out. They don't really understand why we've got them out there and all these people out there with shakers or mirrors or reflectors or whatever right. we might have or all the things that we're trying to do to get them to look pretty. They don't understand why we're doing that. Right. Um, and, and, and it's just it's, such a short to- short window of time because you want them to be bright and fresh. Right. And, it, and it is a matter of experience. I mean, I've had a client, you know, one time when we brought a horse out. And, I mean, I've been doing this long enough to know if I got the shot or I didn't. And I'll tell you, you know, we got a shot or we didn't. And I knew I'd gotten the shots of, of, of this horse, and he was tired. And, and, you know, I said, it's time to put him up. And the owner of the horse said, well, that sure didn't take you very long. And I said, well, I'll be glad to run him around for another half hour if you want to. All it's going to do is possibly stress your horse out. I'm not going to get any more pictures for you. I got what I was looking for. And, and so it really is a matter of really pay attention, read the body language. And a lot of it's common sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, if they didn't give it to you today, put them up. Tomorrow's another day. It's just a picture. It's not, you know, we're um, not. And I guess to... that then relates back to our previous tip that if the photographer practices and does their homeworks, so that they've developed good timing with the right. camera, they're a lot right. more likely to be able to get the shots they want in those five or nine minutes right. versus someone, if you don't take the time to, to learn to use the tools properly. The right. chances of getting a good shot in that very short period of time are going to be much smaller. Right. So it, it's going to pay. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. it's I it's mean, really going to pay have... to teach yourself to have that timing. Exactly. I mean, like, just because you have the high speed camera doesn't mean, and you can shoot nine thousand pictures in nine minutes, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a shot. Right I mean, now, true. when you're doing confirmation shots, which is something. Living here in Lexington, all the yearlings right. get confirmation shots. Is it the same idea in that the horse still has that very narrow window where he's yeah, going to I mean, be able it, to stand up and look really good? Yeah, because they get bored. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, you know, now what, one of the things that, you know, for, for a yearling, you know, that's a tough age to shoot. But, you know, they're only going to have so long to give you because they're going to get flattened out by it. They're going to get used to what you've shown them. They're going to either get, they might be over-intimidated by it. Some horses just go, whoa, I don't want to deal with this. And they just, rather than give you anything, they just quit. Yeah, they're Um, either going to try and leave town. Right. Or they're going to get bored to tears and look bad. (laughs) Right. And then in the Arab industry, a lot of times with stallions, we will tease with another stallion. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there you have to also really watch. I mean, that's where reading body language is very critical because, I mean, you've got 
two big boys that are kind of challenging each other for space. And, and I push the envelope. I mean, people have seen me shoot. I mean, we bring these horses right up to each other and, and, you know, we let them scream and scrout and yell at each other and strut their stuff. And, you know, but, but they, they also bulge up their muscles and puff up and give you a whole mm-hmm. different look right. as opposed to teasing with a mare. So, um, but, but it's also up to me. And, and I, and that's the thing that photographers need to realize is that it's up to you to say time to stop. You know, um, and as I mentioned, alluded to the owner earlier, you know, I, well, that didn't take long. Well, my, my responsibility, and I feel very responsible for the well-being of a horseman that's brought in front of me. And I've put horses in lots of different and precarious situations over the years in my career. And, but my responsibility is to be able to read that horse, and I'm very good at reading body language. And so, um, I see my responsibility as saying, okay, th- this horse has either been pushed enough, can be pushed more, or has been pushed beyond the limit. It's time to stop. And, and that's a responsibility that comes with experience. So more is not always better. No. Know when to give the horse a break and, and do a different session later or another time. Yeah, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's another day. Great tip. Once again, we will have a lot fewer frustrated camera people. Hopefully. We will have fewer handlers with their toes stepped on. And we will have happier horses because of this tip. Good. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Scott. Well, there you go. To listen to all of Scott's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop-down menu on the left side of the page. All of our experts are right there and alphabetized, easy to find. You can also go to www.treesmedia.com and check out all the latest and greatest projects from Scott and see what he's up to with his uh, seminars. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows of the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.